1: Fishing
0: like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDIC.
3: Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. We're back at Elmwood again, another live show. This should be the last live show for you guys. Um, we got a good lineup today of guys coming on. We got uh, hunting and fishing both coming on today, so... We want to start out with saying that the guy came through and checked out the mounts for the first time that Chris is displaying on his booth, and the guy was blowing away, which he obviously should be because that this is—I think this is his first year really shooting nice deer, and he shot like a, a high 130s and then like a 160 with a shotgun, 130 with the bow, and 160 with a shotgun, and then Chris mounted them both. So the guy had an expensive season. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Chris told me, he said he's got about seven minutes in the stand between both of them. Yeah, lines. he
3: said he got right into him, and one of those years, man. Beginner's luck, I yeah, guess. All the cards laid out. So. I just
2: hope he realizes it ain't like that every year. Yeah, I know. got to put in some work.
3: He's going to be out there for seven days and not see a deer next year because he had all that luck this year to burn it out. But
2: And if, if that happens, I hope he just sticks with it. Tough yeah. it out, man.
3: We're having a lot of fun here at Elmwood. We're meeting a lot of good people. Um, getting to getting to try some different calls out and stuff so there's a lot of really nice deer on the wall too so that's getting me motivated keep hearing them turkey calls in the background that's all i'm thinking about it's turkey season no, i know I'm it's like
2: a month and a half out yeah he's just over there got a couple of demo calls out and yeah. everybody's trying them out and they're sounding really sweet
3: i got a bunch of like the the letter and number magnets like on the fridge for my kid to play with and my turkey flag turkey tags are on the floor when i got home last night because uh, they were on the magnets on the fridge i'm like oh man dude do not lose these right i and like put them way up high on the fridge now
2: <laughs> whenever whenever i get my tags in the mail uh, i always just put it in with the gun safe yeah and just put it on top shelf and then of That's course you know wife got the mail and she just stuck them on the side of the fridge and said what what are you doing with these here and oh, yeah, well, they can just sit there. And I'm like, no. She's like, oh, yeah, nobody will touch them. And then that will happen to me. I like
3: like them being there, so I just open the slip, look at the date. I'm like, oh, it's coming up. It's coming up. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we're going to kick it right to our VIP shout-out. This guy, we just bought two custom-engraved Whitetail Legacy podcast turkey calls, slate calls. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I'm uh, fired up. Yeah, it's gonna look sick. Uh, incredible price too uh, for a for a veteran-made, veteran-operated, all-American product that he makes right here in Peoria. That's killer. So for the price there, it's twenty bucks for a, a glass or a slate call. So, and that's aimed with that with a handmade striker too. I mean, so
2: yeah, everything's made from the USA. All the products are local. Um, he's he's got a special lady set up in Peoria. that Does all the engraving. Does it right on the right on the glass, and then he's also doing some duck calls, and uh, he's got a couple grunt grunt calls, and uh, they're made out of wood. But he's, he's he's got a wood burning process. You know, if you want your wood calls engraved, and then also mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on, the, on the turkey calls, you can do it on your glass or the slate, as well as on the back. You can do any logo, any engraving, letters, numbers, designs, yeah. sports teams, whatever you want. If you got a benefit, uh, he says. He'll uh, he'll donate or uh, you know work something out with you and you can do like the benefit logo, uh, stuff like that. So if you want
3: to hear these calls, they are on the, the last episode of the Elmwood uh, uh, live shows. So you can you can hear them we did them right here live on the podcast so you can hear the different the different textures and a different slate techniques. So um, go ahead and plug in with the VIP veteran broadhead shout out there.
2: Yeah, so we got the owner-operator of ECW Custom Calls. It's Jeff Embry. He was in the Navy from 1990 to 2012. He was in there for Desert Storm, Desert Shield, Noble Eagle, Eagle, Iraqi Freedom, and Enduring Freedom. In 2008, he was stationed in Kuwait working as a military police over there. Then he was the instructor for command investigation and taught military law after years of service in the Navy and retired as an E6. M A one.
3: Yeah, that guy has legit done a uh-huh. service for us. We it was awesome because a lot of our VIP shout outs are mailed in or, you know, just just people on Facebook wanting this tag us. We got to meet this guy and shake his hand and thank him for his service. So that's awesome and he's putting out an awesome product and you know us on this podcast, we love anything better and represented. Uh, hopefully we get the guys from Who on here. Yeah. We're working on them, so
2: it's uh it's nice to be able to actually shake his hand and say thank you. You yeah. know, uh, I don't think the the general people um thank thank our veterans enough and that's something that we want to hopefully change as much as we can you know if you're if you're walking by and you got a military hat or you know you're wearing a coat or something you know we're gonna stop you and thank you and shake your hand
3: yeah all right guys we're gonna take a brief pause here and we're gonna get our first guest of the day on all right we are back here at elmwood with our first guest of the day um this guy we it's it's the time of the season where white tail hunting is always on our mind but it's getting warm out and you want to go get out get out after those fish get some bass fishing in so we're having cashing out fishing on this guy his truck is sick man oh we're, is this the one is this yeah the one? yeah this this is truck and his boat is sick we'll we'll have to get a picture of that and we'll post it up on our page this this guy's repping hard it is it <laughs> is killer it is awesome it's killer. so uh go ahead and introduce yourself uh your name and then uh kind of what you got going on uh my name's david
4: kranz at cashing out fishing
3: uh
4: the cashing out fishing kind of came into play to just kind of keep my personal life and my work life separate um it's just a dream of mine to kind of have something of my own um working for something and yeah like i said just just keeping it separate um trucks all wrapped, sponsors on it I, I thank all my sponsors they i've come a long way um i'm 23 years old
3: and and chasing my dreams yeah just like us on this podcast we're just trying to make something our own and we we want to represent anybody that's out there putting in work and, and chasing your dreams so that's
2: when somebody talks about being all in this guy's yeah all yeah in.
3: you're all in for yeah. your sponsors he's repping them every day driving around in your truck so man you, you even drive that thing when it snows or something oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's so pretty i wouldn't even want to get no salt on her but we'll uh we'll get right into kind of kind of i know you told me this story but kind of go into you you were a big you know whitetail hunter kind of go into what happened that made you transition into fishing so hardcore yeah i mean i i hunted
4: a ton i had a friend that went to knox college he hunted a ton um and that that was a big part of my life I fished a lot, but not, not as much as what I do now. I, I got into a bad farming accident, actually six years ago, coming up this uh, this May, and it, it changed my life 100%. Um, just not able to get around in the woods, and when I got into my accident, I was on crutches for two and a half years, and w- wasn't working. Um, I was doing some mowing jobs here and there, but I went fishing every day, absolutely every day. My dad would get off work and he would take me fishing, and that that was kind of my getaway of just not having to think about everything i mean it's tough um accidents uh wounded warriors and stuff i mean it's it it takes a lot out of you and and, and fishing's my getaway um that's that's kind of where i'm at now um grew up on a farm worked on the farm and just yeah i
2: now that, now that you're so involved in the fishing, are you going to try to get back in the woods, even, you know, do some turkey hunting or something, or are you just all in on the fishing now?
4: All in on the fishing, I mean, the the winter is terrible in Illinois, you know. it's It definitely takes a toll on you in the winter, not being able to fish. I don't do as much ice fishing as what I used to, just because of the accident, but um, I do a little coyote hunting here and there but as far as the deer hunting goes i pretty much leave that to the to the other guys to
2: go out there and chase them you'd need some help for sure that's that's
3: that's good that you uh you you love the outdoors so even after injury that was your escape and that's what a lot of people do the outdoors is an escape to relax and not think you know well i can't go hunting this fall or something and then and then now that you've You've figured out, okay, I want to pursue this, and then you're just all in for it. I love that, dude. I, I see you drive by in the truck, and I just want to stick my fist out the window and give you a couple <laughs> of pumps because it's it's cool that you're you know you're a little younger than us, but not much. But you're just so passionate about anything in the outdoors. I you know I think that is that's awesome, you know. And then like you said, your story. If there's anybody listening to this that does have an injury, is it should be it's inspiring to me. It should be an inspire to them to say you know, well, maybe I can, you know, I can, I can make it to on a boat, you know, and then you can still get, you can still get that com- uh, camaraderie with friends, you know, and, and reeling in a big bass fish. It's not as good as killing a big buck for me, but it might be better for you. But but uh, let's go ahead and go into, you know, kind of some of the, the tournaments you're going to be in this year and, and some plans you got for this year. The plans I got for this year is just, just going all in,
4: like, like Cody was saying, um, I'm fishing 10 big tournaments this year and then we have a local lake um here it's kind of by galesburg it's called oak run they have a thursday night tournament out there so i do all those throughout the summer um as far as the the bigger tournaments go um i'll be going up to wisconsin up to the prairie Chien area for the bfls the flw bfls and then as far as that um the FLW Costa Opens. so I'll probably be doing one of those this year, just, just going all in. Um, that's what I'm all about. You're not going to learn if you don't do
3: it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's cool. It's probably cool to be involved with, you know, the big names that are fishing there, and there's probably a ton to learn, and and uh, I like bass fishing, but that's something I'm not, like, I'm just not super good at, man. <laughs> you know, I'll go out and, and catch a few, you know, but I just I, I do better in the smallies in the river, it seems like, than, than the, the big ones out on the lake, and Oak Run uh, props to you out there because that is a tough leg to fish I've, I've gotten to that thursday night tournament and we've all rolled in with one <laughs> you know yeah. one barely you know a half inch over the legal limit you know so so it's a tough leg to fish a so props out for you you know The i the guy that i go with yeah you know he's passionate about bass fishing too and uh he he goes all the time and i'm like man you're not catching any fish <laughs> this isn't even fun but if you're passionate about something, you you just go all in. That's at, good.
2: At least with the bass fishing, you know you're always casting out and reeling in. You know it, it's pretty pretty action packed. You're not just you know thro- throwing a worm out there and say, C- come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah.
3: So let's uh let's go ahead and go into some of your sponsors so you can get them out there. As far as sponsors go, um,
4: Raptor Premium Spinnerbaits. Uh, he's actually here at the show today. I'm helping out at his booth makes great spinner baits um for both bass and musky going in my my rods my rod guy um bill from he lives up in wisconsin tooth tamer rods great rods he came out with those for for musky um in particular but he's kind of switched over and he's having some some bass rods now so it's not just for the toothy critters um vanilla bug spray another local company um uh, good bug spray keeps the bugs away when i'm out on the water especially with um, the mosquitoes and stuff in the summer yeah that is no joke oak
3: run you gotta have some bug spray because it is bad
2: these last couple may's have been just terrible yeah. for there's some
3: mosquito. people down south they're like you ain't even seen a mosquito we got <laughs> chihuahua mosquitoes down here
2: when <laughs> so. i was working in north dakota i'll put a north dakota mosquito against anybody in louisiana <laughs> good things up there are vicious all
3: right sorry to interrupt you go ahead Keep
4: no going. it's all good um but just going back of, like, going all in, I mean, I'm for the, the smaller companies. I mean, you, you see, like, Strike King and stuff. Like, yes, like, they have good good baits. But, I mean, it's going down to to the smaller guys, helping them out, getting their name out there. I mean, going back to the truck wrap, no matter where I go, gas station, grocery store, there's always people that are like, what do you do for a living? Like, is that, your, is that actually your truck or do you work for a company? No, it's it's my truck and I'm chasing my dreams. I yeah. mean, it's 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 coming to real life i mean every day that i wake up um i get to think about like the things that i love in life and that i mean it's the outdoors and fishing it's it's crazy how to think just even a couple of years ago to where i'm at now is is 100 percent
3: different i mean it's it's awesome yeah that's that's something to say you know if if uh if you're out there you wanting to start you know a hunting group or anything like that as long as you're passionate and you put work in it will grow you know just like this podcast me and homie thought we we're going to have like six listeners you know <laughs> and the amount we have is just astonishing to us but it's it's because it's because we're out here hustling we're at the shows you know we're working we're we're meeting people and i will say one thing everybody we meet in the outdoor industry is top-notch people and that i'm sure it's the same thing for the fishing side you know that's that's something that we don't really venture in we we got invited to a catfishing tournament that we might show up to and and some redneck fishes but you know we'll keep the bass fishing to the professionals from uh from cashing out fishing, but we thanks we thank you for coming on. Uh, we'll uh, we'll make sure and get get the picture of your truck out there and stuff because that's that's super cool. Put a lot of work into that thing. So. Oh, for sure. All right, man. We'll come back at you with our next guest.
2: All right, guys. We're back here, Elmwood Show. Uh, just want to wrap up that last episode or last segment there with David. Uh, you know, don't don't feel like you guys are limited. Uh, if, if you are, if you do have some limitations, you know. It all all just goes off your drive of what you got and what you want to do. You know, he's chasing his dream, and and that's what we love. Now we're here with Steve from Buck 5 Outdoors and his grandson Cole. uh, They're here at the Elmwood Show, and they're checking it out, and they stopped by and talked to us. And sounds like they got a couple cool stories, and we asked them to come on, and they agreed. So
5: how's it going, Steve? Oh, man, it's going great. Uh, I'm glad we had the opportunity. My grandson was really kind of excited because he had basketball games yesterday, and he met with the wife, and, and the only thing he was concerned about, when's Grandpa going to take me and bring me down here to the Elmwood show? Yeah. Because uh, I've brought him down the last two or three years in a row now. And so he was excited about getting up and wanting to spend the night, and we got up and come down here. And and uh, it's, a, it's it's not big, but, hey, we always enjoy it. We always like to get out and meet new people and and look at the deer and look and see what's out there and new products and stuff. So and he, with him being 11 years old, uh, my grandson Cole Miller uh, – He's just really getting turned on, getting excited about hunting and fishing and just doing anything in the outdoors.
2: Yeah, um, so you started Buck 5 Outdoors. Uh, Let's go into a little bit of that and what made you start it and what you guys are doing.
5: Well uh, a friend of mine uh, decided here, it was probably about two and a half years ago, and you know it's it's a long process, Uh, it, it just don't happen overnight. Uh, but we started it probably maybe not quite two and a half years ago. We said, well, let's start doing, let's start working on something. And we just wanted to be creative and come up with a name. And, and basically, we're just really got a small group, and we're basically just wanting to teach our grandkids, our sons, daughters, anything about the outdoors. Uh, you know, we've taken them duck hunting, we take them deer hunting, we take them fishing. Uh, we're getting ready to wrap up here pretty quick here and start uh, turkey season here end of the month with the youth season coming up here right at the end of the month there um, but we started that and we just want to get the word out to everybody just get your young ones out there and start teaching them uh, about the outdoors and and how much they would would really appreciate it and enjoy it.
2: I know there's been a couple of times you know I, I think to myself like man you know I don't really know a lot about hunting or you know as, as much about deer as I want but then when you start taking to talk to somebody or you know you're taking somebody with you in the outdoors and you know they have no idea what to expect or you know know a lot about it just because they're starting out but then when you start talking about it I know I've realized how much that I actually do know and uh you know that's something pretty cool
5: yeah and it is I mean it's it's one of those things that you just I don't know it's just I've always enjoyed it because I've been an outdoors person my father brought me up to be enjoy the outdoors hunting fishing and, and all that and of course, I had two daughters, but now i got grandsons. So, you know, that's awesome that I get to teach him. And I've been really taking him out ever since he's probably been about five or six years old out to the woods and just going for walks and taking mushrooming and just anything I could get him outdoors to do. And really, I tell you, I got I got him hooked. Because uh, if we go home, he says, well, let's get the hunt channel on, you know, <laughs> if we're sitting around. And so he's really hooked on wanting to uh, learn as much as possible. As he can in the outdoors.
2: I love. I love it when they get hooked. You know, just it gets in you and it, it doesn't come out of you.
5: Yeah, and we were, we were talking about your first buck
3: story there, and and I get when I asked him about, I seen your eyes light up. So I'm like, and then I was like, were you pumped? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you're gonna be feeling that for every deer, you know, for the rest of your life. Because I get super pumped on, you know, I've been bow hunting for you know 16 years, so I get pumped on every one I shoot. So it's never gonna change. So it's awesome that you guys are putting the effort in there to teach your kids and then it also when people watch your show you know they see you're doing it and they say well maybe i should take the neighbor kid out maybe his dad don't hunt maybe i should take him out fishing or something so getting kids in the outdoors is super awesome because they're the you know our our slogan trademark for this is leave a legacy and that's exactly what you guys are doing you're leaving your legacy and your grandkids and teaching them what you know and that's that's so, that's more powerful than you know because then he's going to pass it down to his kid you know it's just a never-ending trend
2: you know so uh steve let's go in and tell the listeners where they where they can find you guys at and follow you and
5: yeah uh well we do have uh you can get us on uh, buck five outdoors like i said we do have the youtube and uh we also have instagram and also this year we started out with gen seven outdoors uh with the camel crusade uh we got uh two things on there listed right now uh, determination which was my bow kill from this last fall and then also um, uh, my partner's his son with uh, called two for two uh, with um, two doe kills that he got was all pretty well pumped and excited about it. Uh, one of those that he did he for somebody 13 years old he did all of his own filming. With, wow! Uh, so uh, you know I asked people to just get on there and check that uh, Campbell Crusade out uh, later on this afternoon. I said I got my grandson Levin. Uh, we're going to go by and preview uh, his hunt and sit down and do a couple of interviews, and hopefully we get finalize that within the next couple of weeks. We'll get it out, but I really wouldn't mind taking that opportunity to have my grandson talk a little bit about his uh, his uh, first time out uh, deer hunting and the, the deer that he had shot. There you go, Cole. Uh, let's hear it, and if
2: Grandpa needs to jump in and help you out, go ahead.
6: Okay. <laughs> well, it was early that morning, right off the bat, we had a couple of does come run down off the hill, well, when they came running down off the hill, they they started coming our way. Well, they must have uh, ran down the, along the fence line and hopped the fence and started working our way, but then cut the other way. And then we see two more does that we think are does, but are actually, one's a small, scrawny little buck and a nice framed buck. And they walk out in the field, and I look out the corner the corner window, and there's a, a giant buck walking our way. And... He, my grandpa. He gets uh, He starts grunting, and well, here comes the first, the smallest buck, and he starts walking in our way. And then that second buck, a nice looking buck, and then he came, and then he stopped right in front of us, about 17, 15 yards, and I put it right in his chest. Oh uh, man, that's
3: awful. that's cool uh, that you got a cross crossbow. It's such so cool that they open that work. up. Because for I mean, 11-year-old to pull a bow back and and be able to do that in a stand, it's hard. But that crossbow that they opened up is so it's I think it's a great thing. And a lot of people are against it, but for for elderly or women or kids to get them out in the outdoors, it's such such an easier transition than bow hunting. But man, that's that's an awesome story. Congrats to you. Uh, I hope for a lifetime of successful bow hunting. And we, I, I love having kids on man that's so cool he he, he owned this podcast like yeah. a boss <laughs> most people come on here and they're like um i'm not you know they're they're kind of nervous you did an awesome job man so uh we appreciate you guys coming on and talking to us uh you said you're on facebook
5: instagram and youtube right yes yes we and are then, and, and then and the, you partnered with uh, gen 7 outdoors and we're on the camel, uh, camel crusade all right guys check them
3: out uh i'm going to definitely check them out and see yeah. what they got going on i definitely i can't wait to see your your kill since i got the connection with you and uh i hope to see you guys uh many years
2: of success mm-hmm. in, in this field so thank you so much for coming on all thank you guys thank you guys. Yep, guys yep guys buck five outdoors there you go all right guys we're back here after a short little break we got hunter off and kyle Abney on from the wiu outdoorsman club uh, it's a club that they started to get more people in the outdoors, and uh, they're going to come on here and talk a little bit about what they got going on. So, Hunter, uh, you, you guys started this club.
7: Yeah, so we um, we started this club like it was a bass fishing team and then like a hunting club, and we merged this year so we can have more members of the club. Um, it basically it helps college kids get out get out of the dorms to get hunt fish a little bit instead of. Sitting around doing nothing, doing homework all the time—like I love it. Keeps keeps us busy.
2: Nice. I say uh, it can get kind of boring in the dorms, and then you know oh, yeah. this is something way different, way out the beaten path. I wish I wish it was something that I could have done when I was there, you know. Yeah. It's, um,
7: it's a great thing. It's um, I don't think I, everyone in the club joins it. Everyone stays involved with the club. We don't really have any other problems at all.
2: Nice. It's a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so you guys go around and do any events or anything any shootings or you guys just self-promote or
3: yeah we um so we hold a banquet usually every year in the fall uh we hold the banquet for the nwtf we're an nwtf chapter um we do a lot of trap shoots together as a group we go out trap shooting all the time together um we go fishing sometimes we'll all just put in our group chat hey you guys want to go fishing out spring lake and we'll go out there and go fishing or um like we got a couple guys right now, that are down in um, Kentucky fishing the FLW tournament for college series. So wow. we get a lot, of, we get involved a lot. We do a lot of stuff together. Okay. Oh, we spend a lot of time together.
7: We have a guy in the next few weeks going to fish the uh, kayak tournament there too. I think the first place gets like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Holy smokes! Yeah, yeah. it's insane. Um,
5: yeah. So
7: I know
2: SIU has a trap shooting team. Is this is this similar to that or? Yeah. It,
3: it's pretty close to that. We actually met up with ISU um, last year, and we went and trap shot with them. Um, they're more of a, I, I think they're more of a competition thing, and we're just
2: kind of more of a recreational thing. Okay, yeah, I see. I got a, a buddy who's on the on the trap shooting team there, and I think I think they are more more competition, and, and you guys are more laid back. I'd be down for the more laid back type so deal now.
7: Yeah, but we we went up and shot against them. We hung with them pretty good too, for nah, just going out and shooting for fun. We hung with them. Yeah.
2: I would say, yesterday, when, when Cody and I went over to you guys' booth, Cody's standing up talking talking deer hunting with some guys, so he's he's absent from this episode, but I know when we went over to you guys yesterday, um, we come back over here, and I told Cody, I said, man, dude, it was really really kick-ass going over there just talking with you guys, and, you know, very relatable, very personable, and we talked deer hunting for a half hour, 40 minutes yesterday, and, uh... Cody found out that you are hunting a piece next to him. Yeah, it's funny. It's a small world
7: to see how, I mean, what, 12 miles out of the actual Galesburg, and you just talking small talk, and, hey, my neighbor shot this deer. No way, my neighbor did too. Turns out, same deer, same, same property. It's funny. Small world. It
2: is. So, uh... I'm glad that you guys started this outdoorsman club, you know, and you know you're going through the school and the school's promoting it and allowing it, and uh, you know with, with everything going on today, uh, it's nice to see that some things like this can still happen.
7: Yeah, it's nice too. Like people in the club, like there's a there's a guy that joined the club, never even shot a gun in his life, just wants to get out and get involved and try something new, and be a part of it's, something. It's nice to see that people still want to get involved. Like
2: it's nice. It is. It is. So. Alright guys, well I appreciate you coming on here and uh, Hunter, I think we're going to get you lined up for your own episode. Please. Yeah, hopefully. We'll do it soon. Because yesterday, man, it was a blast talking to you about oh, yeah. it and then, uh, what, what's your buddy's name? We're going to try to get Hunter. him on for his own. You got two hunters? Yep, two hunters. You're killing me. <laughs> Alright guys, well thanks again and uh, we're going to take a break. Yep, thanks, for having, thanks us. for having us. Here we go again, Whitetail Legacy. Uh, show slowing down but it seems like we're picking up here closing out the, the show on day two. Uh, we got the Spoon River QDMA president, Bruce Reinman. Uh, he agreed to come on here and go through a little bit about what his local chapter is doing with the QDMA. So, welcome, Bruce. Thank you.
3: Yeah, we're glad you came on. We're glad we can get your local chapter out. Um, what, is, what is your local territory cover for that chapter, like town-wise?
8: Uh, Spoon River area, uh, Cuba, Lewiston, Canton, Farmington, Elmwood, Havana, just a little bit everywhere.
3: All right. So, if you guys are listening in that area, I know we got some listeners in that area, and you are a part of the QTDMA. They got a lot of good stuff going on. Um, let's just go ahead and go right into kind of what your your guys's mission is with your chapter.
8: Well, we started our local chapter two years ago. We were Whitetails Unlimited. Uh, we didn't like the direction that we were going with Whitetails, so we interviewed several main organizations and uh, came across QDMA and liked their uh, like the direction they were headed so we partnered up with them we get to keep more of the money local Uh, we don't ask to spend our money we can spend it on whatever we want Uh, we are geared towards the youth of the area trying to get them off the couch and outside we have sponsored and started Think seven NAS programs. Uh, this school being one of them, Elmwood. We did it last year. Uh, Cuba, Lewiston. Uh, we're helping Farmington, Canton.
3: So, what, when you say NAS program, what what is that intended? National
8: Archery and School program? Oh, okay, that's it's, cool. So you're... yeah, it's the largest or fastest growing uh, school sport right now.
3: Oh wow! So you're, you're teaching them how to shoot bows and. We do. Yeah, yep. that's cool. Long long bows or compounds? Or? They all
8: shoot the same. It's a Genesis uh, bow. Anybody from five years old to you or I could shoot the same bow. Wow. It's shooter against shooter. You can't alter the bow
3: at all. You can't alter your arrows.
2: That's cool. And is, is that just a bare bow? Like it's there's no bare, sight?
3: No. no. Nice. Nice. That's cool. Fingers. So that's, just, that's yeah. just talent on talent. There's no, you know, this guy reps me, so I got this product. It's just same bow shooting against just your skills. I like that. That's a good sport. So uh, we are, we're very active in that.
8: Um, Three of the people on our board are actual NASP instructors. Uh, We coach teams, Cuba, Canton. Uh, We donate a lot of money to the NASP programs. Right now we've donated a Springfield, I'm not a gun guy, so it's a Springfield stainless steel 1911
3: Pistol, some Just kind to, of pistol. For 45, 45. Okay. 45, yeah.
8: And what we did is we donated one gun to three schools. Uh, they can sell as many raffle tickets as they want. All the money they keep. Wow, nice. Um, the drawing is going to be actually the 31st of March. Tickets are
3: ten dollars a piece, three for twenty. That's good that you guys are putting all that money back into the school and and then getting someone shooting a bow and and getting them in the outdoors. Right. We've had uh, in the last two years we've had two field days or youth days. Uh,
8: both of them have been at an elk farm uh, in September, so oh, yeah. elk are bugling is really neat. That's super cool. Yeah. Uh, they get to do everything from uh, run a backhoe to shoot bows and arrows, shoot .22s, uh, run side-by-sides.
2: Wow. Where, do, where do I sign up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a fun yeah. time. <laughs> so
8: you follow us on Facebook, we have a page, and yeah, anybody's welcome to come.
3: Okay, so that's Spoon River QDMA on Facebook? You're right. Alright, so... You guys want to figure out if you're in the local area and you want to search that? Search right on Facebook, and then that'll have all your upcoming events on there and what, what you got going on.
8: It'll be in September again, I think. probably the last weekend in September, I'm guessing.
3: Now, that'd be cool just to go and hear big old elk bugle and, yeah. and stuff, and seeing the kids getting pumped up.
8: It is neat. The the worst thing about, it, or the, we've only had one complaint, and that was a parent two years ago that called the the Kevin Williams. It's his farm that we go to, and called him and said that uh, she had a bone to pick with him because her daughter then asked for a backhoe for Christmas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who doesn't want a backhoe?
8: I want I a backhoe. <laughs> yeah, I can use one.
2: Yeah. Uh, going back to that NAS program, um, are you showing an interest from boys and girls, or is it more favored yeah, towards co-ed. girls and boys? Every cool. uh,
8: They have some rule changes this year, but every for the most part, every team has to have – it's a 12-person team. You can have up to 24. Four of them have to be of the opposite gender. Okay.
3: Nice. So getting everybody involved—that's good.
8: And what we find is the girls pick it up faster than the boys. Yeah, do. there's.
3: I know some girls that shoot, and they are. I go to a lot of 3D shoots, and they are excellent shots. I mean, I don't know if it's just because they're they're more in it for the fun, or they're just more steady than us, or they're both set up better for them. But they—I know some of them. Everyone I go to, they outshoot me every time. You know, and, and but she's she's got the setup on her bow so she's she's she she shoots a lot but but uh we like what you're doing we're glad you could come on and and talk to us and kind of get your chapter name out there um anything else you want to ask him
2: yeah do you want to mention what you guys are doing with the scholarships or anything like that
8: yeah so this year we'll be giving uh scholarships to canton cuba and lewiston uh this year is different than years past they actually fill out uh application basically We review them. Uh, We try to pick out people that uh, maybe aren't getting, you know, 20 scholarships already. Yeah. Uh, We do look for need rather than just uh, want. And uh, those will be, be, I think March 15th is the deadline on
2: those. And can anybody, was anybody able to apply for those? Or was it just people in this archery program or? No, anybody, anybody, anybody in, in the school, yeah. Okay. So it's not
8: limited to archery. That's super want. cool.
2: Is that something you're going to continue on next year and that's, hopefully? That's right. And we okay.
8: have uh, every year we up the dollar amounts usually.
3: One okay. thing I do want to mention that if someone's not familiar with QDMA, I mean, you're doing this as a volunteer. I mean, this is all this Everybody. is all just you being an awesome person and trying to help the kids out. I mean, and he may like he said right now he he may be the president, but. That's just because he has to have a title. They're all a family, and I've noticed that at the QDMA meetings, that it's volunteer, but it's surprisingly how many people will help out. And I just wanted to point that out, that they're doing this for free just just to get the outdoors to kids. So, uh, preps to you guys for doing that. Um, I mean, I know it takes a lot of time. I know you've been here for a whole weekend. It's been 50 degrees outside, and you've been here selling raffle tickets. So, I appreciate you guys. And uh, you anything else?
2: No, thanks for coming on, Bruce. Yeah, thank you
3: so much. We do have uh,
8: the 17th of this month. There is a NASP shoot in Canton that we are helping host. There is going to be one the 31st of March in Cuba that we'll help host. Uh, Of course, we'll have our banquet in September and our youth day in September. Awesome. So if
3: you're, if you're in that local area, I know we have a lot of listeners from that area. If you haven't checked out the QDMA, check them out, uh, join up, and you can be involved in all this awesome stuff that they got going on. So, All right, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to take a quick break and get back at you.
2: And back here at Whitetail Legacy with our final guest of the show. Uh, when they say save the best for last, that's what we did here. Uh, we got the best booth that showed up here, I think. Uh, yeah you bought a on. t-shirt so
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i did
2: i bought a t-shirt um, nice
3: t-shirts too man that's yeah that's those nice. are killer i love the logo that's super cool
2: uh we got Whoa deer hunt for heroes um tom hubington and, and his son dylan um coming on here and tom kind of explain what we got going on here
1: Yeah, you know what Hua deer hunt for heroes does we bring disabled veterans and uh for all expense paid hunting and fishing trips uh we started this program five years ago we just wanted to give back to the veterans uh, uh, to do a good thing. Uh, after doing the first trip, we learned that mentally, physically, uh, this program saves and changes lives. Um, we had no idea the emotion value that would come out of this. Um, after the first trip, you know, 600 is the first year. Uh, we've now done over 500 soldiers for veterans uh, five years later. Um, I, I can't explain just how much healing happens. These guys get out here, come to camp. Uh, you know, they're nervous. They don't know us. Um, we start all of our trips off with a meet and greet, kind of break the ice. Uh, usually by day two, everyone's laughing, joking. And on the last day, you see a bunch of grown men, whether you're a Marine, Airman, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, uh, you're crying like a little schoolgirl saying goodbye, you know, almost yeah. like you're kissing your girlfriend goodbye and, <laughs> and, and leaving just the, the friends. These are friends for life. Um, our goal, really, what we really are is a networking group, we create a network for these guys to call on a good day and a bad day, and I'll be truthful, it's a network for us even, us civilians, to give these call on a good day or a bad day. Um, uh, lifelong, lifelong friendships and family uh, are made from these programs. I had a soldier named Luke Hortenstein uh, from Ramsey, Illinois, came into us with terminal cancer. Um, one of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, he was a brother to me, not a friend, and uh, uh, he inspired so many people. To the day he died, he fought this for for three to four hard years a cancer he couldn't beat fought it to the very end and he kept his faith he kept his belief in his fellow man his soldier he helped so many people to see how he was living his life uh, till the end and he did uh, he actually asked me and my one of my board members Tom Gaither to be Paul Bears in his funeral before he passed away and uh, it's probably the biggest honor I've ever had uh, on doing this and uh, like I said he changed so many lives just how he approached life how he lived life and how he died and um, and we have that so much with these guys. Uh, we have guys with PTSD, TBI, uh, guys with amputations, arms, legs. We've had paralyzed vets uh, and PTSD. I'm telling you, the injuries you can't see, uh, the 22-a-days is, is our goal. We want to bring that down. Uh, the injuries you can't see is what's killing our young men and women in the service uh, today. Um, unfortunately, these, these, brave, these brave veterans don't get the help they need because you can't see their injury. It's injuries you can't see uh, that are bringing these numbers up. And, uh, I've seen these guys gain confidence in hunt. They didn't think they could get out and bow hunt. They didn't think they could be around crowds. Uh, and through our program, we push them around crowds. We push them as far as we can, you know, we within limits with people we trust. And, uh, these guys all get better girls. We've had guys and girls on our trips. Uh, they all gradually get better. They, you know, they start believing in the, the faith, the community again, and, uh, uh, it's just a network group. to help each other. Sitting around a campfire, just amazing to to hear all these guys open up. And we never ask them their stories, but in the end, they usually come out. And at deer camp, you know, unless they tell us, we don't repeat their stories. You know, what, kind of what what does in deer camp stays in deer camp, and and, and they don't get judged. And I think that's why they open up. And that's why so many of these guys and girls heal so much.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's probably a huge relief to open up and to talk people that maybe have been in that situation or are getting help from somewhere and like you said we talked to your son yesterday and he said it's the after the hunt is the the best part because then all those guys have already loosened up they've been around each other a couple days they're getting to know each other and then they're all helping each other out and like you said by the end of it it's like a big family you know and and now through you guys setting this up they have all these connections that they can call you know like when you say when they're having a bad day or when they're having you know a good day they got something you know to be have to have a good friend that you can call and trust, you know that had gone through similar things to you. That that like you said, that could mean life or death to a lot of these guys. With you know the staggering number twenty two a day, I mean that's to the, that your mission to bring that down. That's super honorable. And on this podcast, we like to bring guys on like you that are doing this, you know, nonprofit. You're doing it because you want to help people out, and that is so amazing. How much time and effort. That you're going out and hustling for these guys, just because you you know they deserve it. Just like we do a very small thing on our podcast, but we know they deserve it. And you know, and I am glad we have you on because I think more people need to you know step up and say, hey, you know, what is something little that I can do to help these guys? Because they they've donated their life to us. You know, the ultimate. You know, their family, they're away from their kids, they're away from their wife. They've done so much for us. You know when you tell me the stories i'm not military and uh but i get emotional because you know it's you know i guarantee you if they were here sitting around we would be friends with them just because everybody that likes hunting and fishing everybody's a good person on the inside you know and once you get to know someone it's it's awesome that they get a connection after going through you guys so props to you guys major props for for doing what you do for these guys i mean that's that's amazing
1: and you know another shout out to uh if you're out there and you got disabilities, you're you're missing a limb, you're paralyzed, whatever your injury may be, uh, we have the equipment to take you hunting and fishing. Um, I'll share one story. We had a soldier came in, only can use one side of his body, um, in a wheelchair he could stand, but he can't walk, can't move his right leg. We put him back of a bass boat and uh, in a wheelchair, and we thought, well, he'll be excited. He's not on a pontoon boat. He says, that's where handicapped people like me fish that pontoon boat. He got on there and he says, Tom, I want to sit down there, and he pointed to the passenger seat. It's like, all right, let's do this. So we got three or four guys around him. We got him down in the pasture seat. He sat and played like a little kid for 10 minutes in the water, splashing water. He said, I never thought I'd touch the water from the seat of a boat again. We also brought him an M-Power Fishing Pole. It's a fishing pole. You push a button, and it'll reel in for you. It has a little little speed control on it. You can slow it down to to jig if you want to jig for crappie. You want to reel him nice. in, you're reeling fast, catch up to six-pound fish. He won our tournament eight wow. veterans 185 pounds of crappie in two and a half days wow. he won the tournament the first day he says you know what my dad's offered to take me fishing he says i'm not going to be that burden on my dad the last day of the trip he says you know what i'm doing i'm going home boys we said what's that garfield he said i'm going to fish with my dad that's so powerful you know it's man. stuff like that um we have action track chairs if you haven't seen them uh, yeah we got to get a picture of that absolutely that is sweet. just one amazing piece of equipment you know, if you're missing a, missing a leg, you got, you're paralyzed, you got bad back injury, this thing will get you hunt. it'll get you fishing, it'll get you in the outdoors. Um, we have a deer stand. We can put a paralyzed vet in. He sits in it. We strap him in, put a lifeline on him. He can go up in there 20 feet. He pulls a drill trigger. The drill turns a, a motor, and it takes him up the tree 20 feet. He's got a black knob. He's got 300 range of, of motion. Uh, a good friend of mine, Sway, put him in it. He's hunted with us multiple times. He's texting all of his buddies. He's in for 35, 40 minutes texting people just teary-eyed because, hey, I'm paralyzed, but I'm in the air bow hunting. So there's all types of adaptive equipment out there. You know, do not let your injury or disability stop you from enjoying the outdoors. Uh, by all means, call me. Uh, I research the heck out of this stuff, but th- there's everything out there to keep all of us in the outdoors no matter our injury. Um, like I said, we've had paralyzed vets, uh, uh, PTSD, TBI, Amputation, it doesn't matter. We'll get you in the timber, uh, get you out in the lake, and, uh, and just enjoying healing outdoors. So, sure.
2: uh, what, what type of hunts are you guys doing? Obviously, you're doing deer. Um, what, what other type of hunting are you doing?
1: Uh, for events we do, uh, for hunting trips, we have a trip in Southern Illinois and Jefferson County, it's around the Ren Lake area. Um, we have usually eight disabled vets in that hunt, they're all crossbow hunts. Um, and then we have a hunt here in McLean County. Uh, just outside of Bloomington, we have 10 vets on that one. That's a seven-day event. That's an event that started this whole program. Uh, we start off with a trip to Shields where every soldier gets to dang near $1,000 in gear from Shields. Um, then they turn around. Uh, we have a pheasant hunt at Lick Creek Hunt Preserve. It's a put-and-take pheasant hunt for the guys. Then we deer hunt for four days. We have a big hero banquet at the end. That's kind of our big, uh, big end-of-the-year special. We do uh, a crappie fishing trip in Southern Illinois. We do a crappie fishing trip on Ren Lake. Both those have about 10 heroes on them. Um, we do a couples fishing trip. Uh, one time we used to work with uh, Fort Campbell a lot, and they asked us to do something for couples. So we start a couples fishing trip, and uh, that's really a neat trip because uh, we've heard multiple wives say that's the most I've talked to my husband since he's been back. Uh, around other couples are able to open up and talk about stuff that bothers them. Uh, so we do the couples trip every year. We have a turkey hunt uh, at Banner Farms here in Banner, Illinois, coming up. And we do some one-off events. Someone calls us and we have the time and the ability. Uh, we do some one-off events. Hey, this guy really needs to get out, small crowds. You know, Maybe we'll just go out and we'll crossbow we'll hunt. You know, maybe we'll go fishing. Um, we do some other small events. We have two golf fundraisers. We bring military vet teams in for our fundraisers. Um, some camp outs, uh, a little bit of anything and everything. We're going to add a Gold Star event. We're going to do an event for Gold Star families to get together and heal. This year we had the, the privilege to usher the Joshua Rogers. He's a Special Forces Ranger. Was killed in action in April. Uh, our fishing trip. We're going to bring his unit back in, and and along with some other veterans on the fishing wow. trip this year. So it's a, a, a remarkable program. It's changed my life. It's changed their lives. Uh, uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to, to
2: do this for him. Yeah, truly, really, truly a great thing you guys are doing.
3: Yeah, it's so powerful. I've never cried on a podcast, but this might be the <laughs> one that, that I drop a tear on because what you guys, what you guys are doing, you know for a wife that that's the most she's talked to her husband i mean after i i cannot relate to anything that they've went through i can just only imagine but that's huge man i'm choking up so we're gonna go take it to home <laughs> so
2: um go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you at uh, website facebook that stuff
1: okay you can find us on facebook at hua deer hunt for heroes it's H-O-O-A-H, and you can find us on the web uh, hua deer hunt for heroes.com and heroes is h-e-r-o-e-s um, we try to post our events, uh, fundraisers, everything we got coming on. As far as applying for an event, we have a one-page app. We email to, to our veterans. They fill it out. And what we do, twice a year we go through the applications. And, and it, it's a tough choice. We've got so many great applicants. we decide who we're going to bring that year. And then we, we send out the offers. And all of our trips are all expenses paid. Uh, if you live out of state, don't worry about it. We'll cover your airfare to get you here, get you home. We'll pick you up the airport. Um, but, you know, give me a call. My phone number's out there. Uh on our Facebook page, our webpage, page uh, Tom Gaither in Illinois hands all of our Southern Illinois events. Uh Marine and just one excellent human
2: being. Uh, you know, give us a call, let us know how we can help out. That's gotta be the worst job in the world is deciding who's gonna you know. come. Yeah, that's stuff.
3: tough man, but like you said, that I mean it's it's so it's it just proves what you're doing if you have that many applicants, yeah. you know, and and it's, I guarantee it's the people that are going back and saying, man, we had an amazing time, and they're telling their buddy, you know, or someone that they know, you got to go this because it's life changing the way you're talking. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I hope, like you said, I hope we can get to one of your events this year. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to get a date down, and I, I gotta go to it because it's, I could tell just talking to you is so powerful. But when you're sitting around with the real deal people that I don't even deserve to sit in the same room with, you know, that is gonna be such a humbling powerful experience i gotta be there you know whether it's i'm there for 25 minutes or i'm there half a day i I just want to be there and talk to these guys and say hey there's guys out there that want to help you out and there's guys that are super thankful for what you do for us i mean yeah keep
2: fighting you know and uh we appreciate them you know take it one day at a time one step at a time and you know you guys are providing another outlet for these guys
1: and, and we're lucky uh Having met so many amazing uh, veterans, uh, uh, for people that don't know, we are all blessed. We have so many amazing soldiers that protect our rights, our freedoms, and keep us safe at night. Uh, these are some of the best there are, I'm telling you. Uh, we are very lucky in this country.
2: Absolutely.
3: Well, we thank you for coming on, man. Uh, this has been my favorite one for the whole event. You uh, did an awesome job, and we uh, we hope we can, we can help you guys out any way we can because you guys deserve it
1: awesome we thank you very much for all your time appreciate
3: it here we go guys we are going to close up this episode of the elmwood live shows uh i had an absolute blast today um, today's to, been off the hook. yeah today's been crazy we we heard so many awesome stories we got to meet a ton of cool people and that's one thing i want to say about this show uh the reason we came to it is because it's kind of small and we wanted to get the people that are here's names out and we did that man we've met even people that didn't come on the podcast that we talked to we've met a ton of people that are just super passionate about the outdoors and you know i i can i can see that this thing's going to keep growing and i think chris has had a lot of lot of business going through him too so this has been a, this has been a good time man we've had a, we have an awesome time
2: it's crazy just uh you know like you said the small people here um that are doing great things and uh it was cool to be a part of it. Today Today we've been busy. Yesterday was busy, but not quite as busy for us. Yeah, to- we've been
3: nonstop talking, yeah. podcasting or either talking. Um, one more thing, the the Hoorah Boys shared us a video, super powerful. We're going to share that link on, on the Facebook page, and you guys definitely check them out because they got something really big going on. And we are definitely going to make it to one of their events this year. we yeah. got, we just got to go. so you know and he said he he's more open-armed invited us just from the relationship that he got here with us so we hope we can go talk to some vets and let them know that there's people out there that want to help him so
2: and people people that really appreciate them and um just just a really great thing that that they're putting on and uh man it it was cool to be invited to to any event, uh, let alone any of them that we can. I know attend. that's
3: a humbling experience. Just you know, the guy talked to us and he goes, you know, he's like, it, I, it's a pretty tight knit circle, but I want you guys to come, so that's cool. I'm excited to experience that. Well, what was your favorite thing about the show?
2: Man, uh, just talking to people. Like yesterday, you know, we we talked about uh, we we did the VIP shout out. Um, the guy's been hunting from 1957. You know, I know just, that's probably
3: my favorite guy too. Just talking
2: about him, uh, the WIU guys. Yeah, uh, those
3: guys are super cool. They're they're like they, they, they're rowdy they, and a pump. Yeah, they're crushing it. You know, they've I, been I they've root. been hitting goose and duck calls all day. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah.
2: Yesterday it was nothing over there but turkey calls. At the end of the day, they're they're hitting the duck and the goose. I wonder if they bought it from from. I don't
3: know if you hear any duck or goose in the background. That you can rep the WIU boys for that. Right. that one, but
2: uh, yeah, those guys were a ton of fun. Appreciate them coming on um
3: i think just meeting the personalities man there's just so many so many cool people here and yeah there's some there's some monster bucks on the wall too but I, I i really like those turkey calls um we both got those they're they're coming engraved i'm pumped about that Hope, i'm
2: i'm so fired up yeah. about that a lot of people i don't think a lot of people get into turkey hunting but i'm i'm in it yeah, just as much as J- i am deer johnny
3: hunting. c had been deer hunting for like 30 years never turkey hunting Turkey hunted one time and was like, "Dude, I'm hooked." He went out and bought the the uh, Dave Smith decoys, and he's wow. got the whole setup now. He's just in it to win it he's for turkey hunting. Now. He's like, "I don't know why I haven't been doing this for 30 years." So
2: wow, too bad for him just missing out on all that time. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's they're uh,
3: they're about to give away the best of show awards here, so we're gonna hang around for that. We got about another hour of the show left, and uh, then we're gonna be closing up shot, and we're gonna be back in the studio. After this episode, right? Yes. Oh man, that's gonna be. I don't
2: even know who we're gonna have on. I don't know. We probably won't know until two days. Before. Yeah, but we have all this time to get it planned out. I know we're so <laughs> whitetail legacy fashion. Yeah,
3: I know <laughs> we're so uh, we're so excited to yeah. get back in the studio and get. I mean, it's just it's cool being here, but it's cool being in the studio, cracking some beers. And yeah, I'm and ready. Talking to, to your I'm honey. ready
2: to get back in the studio. Uh, Nowhere was a good time. Yeah, and this has been a been a really good time too.
3: Yeah, this is our first uh, big show. Um, I'm not really sold on the super big shows yet showing up making appearance but that's something i just don't think we're gonna be able to get meet the people there that we do here so i don't know we'll try it out we might see but
2: Like like we were a vendor here yeah and if we went to a big show i don't i mean obviously we're not gonna be a vendor i don't know how much it costs to get a boot there but it'd be more than we would probably want to spend yeah like we'd just be walking around and be like hey you're checking out this product why don't you come on the podcast tell your story yeah. you know We just be there for the people that are at the show, not actually the show itself. I think this
3: we've got we've got uh, you know we've gained gained in quite a few listens on the last episode from people on here, and uh, we've had some people come back and say, "Hey, man, I I listened and I really like it." So we're doing something right. I don't know what (laughs) I don't. If you guys have listened this long to us, I don't know what you like, but I'm glad you do (laughs) it. so
2: we've had some people asking us for business cards up here you know the yeah. the hoorah guys uh turkey call we guy. gotta get business cards we, we gotta we gotta step it up
3: yeah we need to get more professional we need to get name tags business cards <laughs> suit and tie over Come here coming to the
2: studio got a name tag on <laughs> yeah
3: so i hope you guys like this episode we had a ton of fun um i'll tell you what this has been one of we work for this one boys to get yes. this out we hustled today we uh the first day, it was it was people were you know were were busier I think than today, and and it was a real we hustled yesterday to get people on, and then today it was just
2: yeah yesterday they're saying hey tomorrow tomorrow yeah tomorrow. and like, then today hey. it
3: was just man it was just so getting stuff lined up and then but of course both of our kids came so we hung out with them for a while and, and spent some time with them so but we're gonna close up shop here and
2: uh, if you yeah if you guys are listening um, you want to come on. Hit us up, email us white underscore legacy at yahoo. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, if you are out of state or down south, out east, west, north, northwest, I don't care. We can do it over the phone now. So
3: yeah, we are set up. Soundboard got the got the phone set up. We do have some guys. We got a guy from a team from Georgia going to come on, and a team from Pennsylvania and Maryland area that are going to come on, and I am excited about that because I know nothing about hunting out east or south. So all I know it's Midwest. So right. I'm, I'm pumped about that I hope you guys uh, that'll be something a little bit different but we're gonna have them on but we're we, we want this to be the people's podcast so if, if there's a guy out there that wants to come on here do not be afraid to email us and say hey man I want to come on if we can fill the whole show with you we'll fill the whole show if we have four guys that tell us you know they want to come on and tell a 10 minute story we'll make a show with four normal hunters all together getting successful and being you know getting it done. I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool because we can chop these up and make, make it our own because we don't have very many sponsors, so we can do what we want. <laughs>
2: right on. Yeah, if you guys just listen to us, you know, kind of just get a feel for us. If you're liking it, let us know. And uh, you want to come on, let us know.
3: As always, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you listen to. Like us on Facebook and uh, leave us a review if you want to. It, it takes a minute. It helps us out a lot on, on cranking us up on the iTunes rating and uh, – getting us out to other people so they can uh, hear the stories and enjoy the outdoors we're going to wrap this up here guys thanks for listening keep hitting that play button
2: white tail legacy out